Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie to David. His offspring shall endure forever, his throne as long as the sun before me. Like the moon it shall be established forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Psalm 89, verses 35 to 37. Uh, Chuck, was this written about a thousand years uh, before, or is it closer to the time when uh, uh, Israel, I mean, Jerusalem was attacked and uh, destroyed? Or don't we know? Um, The psalm is attributed to Ethan the Ezraite. So... I'm not sure. I, I think most of our psalms are exilic psalms, uh, even though they're recounting things of David um, in the past. But because of the the th- enthronement idea, um, I'm guessing that this is probably uh, during the time of David's enthronement. It, it, it's filled with such vibrant uh, pictures and celebration. It doesn't seem to be an exile th- uh, psalm to me. But for those of us uh, uh, with a footing in the New Testament, um, I write the following about David's throne. Uh, Peter and the disciples knew of God's promise uh, to King David, as expressed here in the psalm. And they believed Jesus had come to earth to fulfill God's promise. But they also expected Jesus, like David, would be a warrior king. They were not prepared at first for the suffering servant prophesied by Isaiah. Yeah, Jesus is somewhat of a disappointment uh, to the people initially because their idea was this militaristic strong arm coming in and pushing the Romans out. But Jesus comes as a warrior, but a different kind of warrior, a warrior of love. Uh, a warrior of kingdom values of healing and deliverance and a new way of operating. And so uh, he's uh, difficult for them to understand because their idea was this strong ruler coming in in the spirit of the warrior David. Uh, You and I, back in 2012, recorded uh, 365 um, passages from the four Gospels. And my takeaway when I uh, started translating what we had talked about on the podcast into a book, my one key discovery was this ongoing question uh, about Jesus that was articulated through the Gospels themselves. And it surprised me. And that is, who is Jesus? Because it's not that Jesus was confused by it. It was that all the people around him, including his followers, were constantly struggling with the question, who is he? Is he actually uh, a warrior king like David? Is he a prophet? And so up at Caesarea Philippi, Jesus actually confronts his followers and saying, uh, what are the what do the people who do the people say that I am? But then he says to them, and he puts them on the spot. But but who do you say that I am? And Peter says, "You are the Son of the, the Living God." Uh, and, and and Jesus affirms that. But this is a question not only that was uh, 
in the hearts of his actual followers, but in people that would come across him in the Galilee, uh, during the miracles, up in Jerusalem, the several trips he made up there. Who is this person, Jesus Christ? He's so confounding. Uh, how he becomes king is so rare. Uh, it's caused um, N.T. Wright to write a book, How God Became King, and he emphasizes the cross in that aspect. But uh, Jesus turns all their categories upside down. 